Hello and welcome back to Lacquer Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for the 11th episode in Charmed Season 4, Divine Secrets of the OG Sisterhood, directed by Joey Falco and Ivy Malone, directed by Paul Wu. I'm going to be honest, didn't particularly love this episode. <laughs> Uh, I went ahead and gave it a 7.8 out of 10 because there just was a lot of things that simply didn't work for me with other moments that just frustrated me. So before we do jump into the recap, wherever you listen to this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, go down to the rating section and leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share and subscribe. Could also send feedback for the last two episodes which is still sad of charmed at blackcouch at gmail.com oh i just realized there's a severe thunderstorm warning and i'm like thank jesus if you hear my fan in the background i'm apologizing up front but i'm not turning that bitch off because it is squalling But I am looking forward to some rain because that can cool that shit on down. I know some people love summer. I am not one of them. Sidebar because I find it funny and interesting. I've had two really awesome moments today where I've checked people and put them back in a place. One when one person go ask do you know what you're reviewing and then i boss them out with this uh exactly what they needed because i don't need to be told what to do i can figure shit out you know based on the information you did provide and then when they responded it was only thank you just couldn't even give me a survey score because they'd ask all team and then the second one was to my daughter I told her to get me a Mountain Dew. Now, she has managed to get two bags of hot fries out of me and two little fun dips, like their little dollar fun dips. But I have been having her on a no junk food all week because I'm like, you're a little addicted and it's my job to curve that. And thus, she could get something today that's going to last you until... Monday <laughs> when I decide I might get you something else again but one she's actually taking to school for her her school snack because they're having some type of hot dog festival tomorrow and they told them to bring their own snacks ain't they fucked up public schools moving along I asked her to go grab me a Mountain Dew because I did not put any snacks in there for me and thus I am entitled to something because I've been acting so good with the food and the portioning and all of that. Haven't jumped on the scale yet. <laughs> but I feel in my body that I'm on the right trajectory to drop these pounds so that I could be taking some bomb ass pictures when I'm in Jamaica. When I'm in London, which is 45 days away, by the way, we're going to get to Charm. We're going to get there. But what I'm saying is more interesting to me right now. Um, 
but yes i am going to london in like less than 45 days and i cannot contain myself it's not even real in my brain yet until i probably at the airport and then i'm gonna probably freak the fuck out because <laughs> this has been a long time coming man a long time this has been a childhood dream of mine y'all gonna have to uh y'all gonna have to extradite my ass <laughs> to make sure i get on the plane on time when i was supposed to be leaving the country because i'm sure i'm gonna fall in love because i already am but once again i digress to go back to my original point is i'm at the register i tell her to grab she's almost done ringing it up i tell her to bring me my mountain dew she doing something back there i'm like okay someone else comes behind i'm like oh okay then she pops up with my mountain dew and a coke in her other hand and i told her so that's not what i asked for grab my mountain dew and told her with that shit on back what did we learn kids be trying to play your ass like that now you know damn well i was not about to get you a pop just because i and she is in that mindset too that i gotta get her out of which is you have it so why can't i because you're fucking 13 without a job bitch i would never call my daughter a bitch just so you know <laughs> but it is what i be thinking in my mind hey i am a great parent on the outside <laughs> so let's get into charmed how do we want to break this down do you want to break it down by least favorite story to or best to least and let's just go through everybody let's start with harry because harry wakes up in the the blockbuster and is told by what was her name again um hmm she said her name in this episode too and i still cannot at all recall where her name was <laughs> i am trying so hard it is not coming to me alex that doesn't seem right oh now it's gonna bother me i'll search while i am also recapping so she has harry tied up and i'm wondering where the hell she got rope ask to be that you don't be quiet now is that a stupid thing to focus on yes but it is what i focused on <laughs> she tells him that she is from another universe where there was a powerful charm sister that could see into the future and that she created this place because she knew it was going to be important to the fate of both of their worlds and this fell out of left field and already too much upon what's already unless this lost one comes from her universe i did not see the connection here and i had a, a pretty pretty complex diorama i did not but <laughs> in my mind i started to go down a few a few roads before it quickly did not cross paths whatsoever so maybe that will be explained i'm sure it will in the next few episodes but i feel like this was setting something up for something in season five that doesn't necessarily connect with this one maybe it does i will uh 
or I would love to be surprised <laughs> by that. I seriously looked in like four different places and I have no idea uh, who this character is at all. <laughs> who she's supposed to be playing. So I'm just going to call her a blockbuster lady. This was a lot from Blockbuster Lady and Harry was not trying to hear it. As soon as he broke free, he literally just left. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right then. Other than the Macy grieving storyline, there are things that could have been done with Harry that would have been much more interesting than what they have decided to do with Harry, which doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. Like he is completely disassociated from the fact that he's supposed like he goes back and he's like, I got to protect my friends. And they've really had him devolve into my people first type of <laughs> white lighter which is odd maybe that's just because he's no longer a white lighter that he's not but that what does that say about you as a person like our universes are connected i don't give a fuck i got people i gotta go take care of that actually don't need your help and then as soon as you get there you just go oh you know what i probably should try to figure that shit out well then get your shit together get it all together and put it in a backpack all your shit so it's together only to look at her and say look i don't give a fuck about you little stupid <laughs> but i'm gonna need you to show me what you know about this last fall deal because that seems to be happening in my timeline in my universe and that is all i care about and thus she shows him this room where she says i don't know and maybe she said, I don't know, because you said, I'm not helping you get out of here unless I get what I want. And that's only a promise to possibly look into getting you out of here, mainly because I didn't really hear why you was put in here in the first place. Explain to me. Explain to me. As I stated earlier, they then had him show up at Roxy's to be like, Roxy. I don't know where you are, <laughs> but I'm going to stand here until I find you. And just when he is confronted by a suspicious person with blood all over him, he doesn't even get to knock him out because the ladies do it for him. And then he's like, so all that help that you needed, clearly you don't. And now I'm going to go back. That's that was Harry story arc this episode let's go to mel mel had the more likable story arc for me just because despite it being just about her discovering this little person murder which effectively is what it was but she also had some insight about growth and she does feel like the only character that has truly grown even though maggie had a scene in this episode i was just so over it 
I was so angry that I couldn't even see it from her perspective because I don't think it's codependency on both sides. I think it's on one side, but we will get to there when we get to there because I got some things to say. But with Mel, you know, she realizes that something is bothering Roxy. She's like, this band that I know is missing or they, they are, I got to get them squared away because I'm running out of time before I have to go away for seven whole years. Maggie hears that they have a lead on the Book of Shadows. They had both been at the, at the bar after the funeral and they both tried to support Kayla by also, or but also, I should say, informing her of what her particular role is as the charmed one when it comes to grief. How that shit needs to be sidelined. <laughs> and, you know, Trevor, you can't just be using your knowledge of the trailers to dethrone my <laughs> theories. <laughs> because i was absolutely incorrect kayla did not step up i thought she had a maturity that was stating that she would realize she needed to be talked into it and that was fair i just i don't know i got the sense of the character that she wouldn't need to be talked into it but we all know cw loves a pep talk and thus what she was feeling was fair even though I think she went a little too far with it. But we'll get to Kayla when we get to Kayla. We're still on Mel. I will say for both Mel and Maggie, since they were in the scene together, that when someone needs space, you gotta fucking give it to them. You could try to go forward as much as you can by also giving them space. And uh, maybe if she felt she was gonna be able to grieve even though I don't think that that was the case. I think she needed to go see her. She wanted to go home. She wanted to embrace the safety that she knew versus the the trauma that she's yet again experiencing in her life. However, this is her first time and you guys got sloppy and thought about quitting too when it happened to you. So just let her work out her, her uh, just let, let the shit work out. Keep an eye on but not intrude i actually understood what and why mel made the particular decision that she did because at first i was kind of like well saving the whole entire world from the lost one is a little bit more important than spending time with your girlfriend but this is the last hours she's going to be with her girlfriend and she was absolutely correct in a sense that there was nothing that already didn't happen that was popping off that we could have done anything about if anything we would have both been in the same scenario and maggie was able to handle it on her own like we don't need to be so codependent on each other just as the power of three to be able to take down some of these minor threats and even you know making steps towards until we're needed it's not like we don't have a little power ball that can <laughs> get us anywhere in 2.2 seconds so there is that there is that point but i like particularly the 
the line she said to roxy after she thanks her for being there because they find the tiny person murder and she doesn't know why anyone would murder this other one but someone did leave leave live (laughs) and they they follow his tiny little footprints and she says that i wish maggie would understand that we can't keep making the same choices the same mistakes like basically if we are going to be different people then we have to start reacting differently we need to stop uh putting everything about being the charmed one first because that costs us personal relationships that are very important to us that we need to have after the trauma of whatever could possibly happen as our lives as charm ones but also you know you can handle shit i can handle shit (laughs) you know it doesn't mean that i'm abandoning you it just means that i'm learning to prioritize and in this moment i'm assessing things differently than you and that's okay um and i do think that she made the right decision in this moment because she got to the bottom of a murder she got to information that they needed which was important about the dead one or lost one or whatever you want to call uh their calling he uh the guy that they find i thought it was really cute that they were many people they find him he's looking at the charm one like you slept with the enemies like not you too you idiot the girl is dead and she's still cat lady is still causing issues and people are still listening for some reason but then they make it clear in this episode that the tally man everything he was doing was intentional to every faction to cause them all to turn against the child i think that was more written in there than actually correlated because i'm like um i'm once again doing the math i know it's not my strongest strongest subject but i have a hard time reaching if you say so i will give it to you (laughs) that didn't even bother me as much i just stuck out it to me but the the point i'm making is it her interaction and her choice did actually lead to something that was meaningful even if it didn't seem so at the time but it was meaningful to her and it ended up also helping um helping her as a charmed one uh, and also got harry to decide maybe i do need to go talk to blockbuster lady <laughs> cat lady blockbuster lady everyone's just whatever they are plus lady uh, they share a kiss roxy goes to sleep but she calls mel leaves a voicemail and says that i should have told you this in person but i will uh you're not a hard person to be with not at all and she finds out that roxy is a little bit of a softy and she gave her a goodbye kiss and she didn't know it was a goodbye because she said i'll see you when you get back but she knew that she wasn't and i guess she did that for her for her own sake but i don't know i need to see a scene uh ending this series of either her somehow finding her ass to where circadians or circadians are supposed to be 
or it's seven years later and she wakes up and mel is standing right there even though their relationship is completely and utterly rushed (laughs) i have enjoyed its development more than any other relationship on the show let's move on to kayla now kayla of course she's upset she's mourning she thinks it's her fault for opening up to someone dev got under her skin and now she feels that she needs to go home she needs to recoup she says you guys are not even my sister that's where i kind of was pushing it because i feel even in her even in her um her grief she wouldn't say you're not my sister i don't know i just don't feel like that's the kayla that i've gotten to know in the last 11 episodes like she would accept that they're her sisters even if she wouldn't accept that she was or wanted to continue to being a charmed one because as stated earlier everyone's had that moment and that's allowed however i felt like she really embraced them as friends and family and to just immediately be like well no i'm not even really their family and not say it once but twice i thought that was a little much um she takes her bus she drives she wants to go home be with her mom and that's normal i don't think that that's not a normal reaction so i don't want to say i don't understand at all uh but she stopped in the middle of the road it took her entirely too long to realize something magical was going on the girl gets out of the trunk her name is anara she's one of the og no she is the og charmed one turns out the original sisterhood was never a bloodline it was just three chosen sisters that had one goal but once that goal was done and they weren't really sisters they rather fell apart and then the other one the lost one which is the original charm one which is rather ironic considering everyone's like i hate the charmed ones but also um we're resurrecting the charmed one congratulations you played yourself i'm still rather miffed at the book of shadows i really did think that maybe it would have been you know easier for homegirl to just go back in time a little bit and you know snatch that book back up but you know i don't know how the rules necessarily work (laughs) um (laughs) i'm sorry i'm cracking my own stuff up because that really feels like a plan that someone should have at least tried to put out there but no alas they could just anybody could just open this book of shadows and start reading from it i'm gonna need i'm gonna need y'all to do better in the future if you get this book back which apparently you're gonna get back at the you know put it somewhere safe it was supposed to go back in the past so this kind of is on email so one of the eyes one of destiny's child she uh she tells her look i don't have time and i know how stubborn you are and i'm hoping this sisterhood can stop the lost one because she about to pop on out and she tells her the story i don't know why she needed to drug her to have her paint a mural on the bus (laughs) 
I thought we was gonna at least Harry Potter muggle some shit, you know, take like a memory out and let you walk through it. No, no. <laughs> she had her draw. <laughs> Adding yet more graffiti on her butts. <laughs> that tells the story of the dawn of time. <laughs> why? I just don't know why we needed to do it. Then they had a picnic in the middle of the road. I wanted someone to I know this ain't the like the least busy road in the world and she would have said she like blanketed it or something I don't know I do not know or if it looked like the bus had been transported out of where it currently was because I know someone be coming by like what the fuck is going on <laughs> can you move your shit and I mean this is how your stuff get told multiple times so you can never ever 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 blame the tow company for towing your shit you constantly leaving it in the road i'm glad i'm thinking that you actually drove back we don't know how far you got in your trip away but it definitely was 45 minutes and you didn't have a ball so <laughs> i'm just gonna uh tv magic that all said and done she shows up at the end and says that you know sorry basically i was off track for a minute but now i'm back and i'm glad they didn't really make a big deal out of it they're like yeah we get it (laughs) but it's too late because unfortunately all of the the others are killed trying to do this spell to bring the lost one back and they give their lives willingly because they don't know what it's like to be in a cult and uh they really at that point it's like don't try to talk to her just sit her down and watch the documentary of jim jones or any other cult leader or heaven's gate that would be perfect for her like let me let me show you something real quick does this not feel familiar to you spoiler alert they did not get where they thought they were going since we are at the end scene let's go ahead and talk about maggie who literally made me want to slap her in the face this entire episode mainly because she keeps fucking with my boy jordan's heart and i'm not about it talking about codependent no you keep getting his hopes up and then he keeps hoping that you're gonna change and you don't and you actually tried to tell him that's an unhealthy foundation though you are unhealthy ma'am you are his palpable love for her and her continued rejection wow like it really made me not like you <laughs> even if you did realize in the end that yes this is not how we should continue to be despite you and us still having all of this chemistry and there's really no reason whatsoever for us to break up let me make up whatever contrived reason is in my heart and so that we need to break up like i i can't lose you so i can't be with you that is the stupidest shit i've ever heard in my life did you not even watch the love story that was hasty okay he was gonna die or she was gonna die before he was gonna die and then he had to learn to live with that shit because he knew the time he had with her was all he was gonna get and here you are making the same stupid mistake for no reason this is contrived i don't like it 
I don't like that she keeps fucking him in her bedroom to the point that her sister can hear y'all through the walls because she knew it was four damn times because that's how many times she woke her up and then you sit in front of that man's face and tell him that no this is not working jordan is going through the x factor right now much more nice things to say other than jordan is one of the nicest people ever he is in the cafe just living his life he sees the other little ditzy girl show up i cannot i was triggered by her because i had an actual boss that act just like that and they were my boss so all of that did not work for me they really 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 just wanted to put maggie and something pink and give her wings even though those wings kind of look like the best effect they had (laughs) for no reason however her getting stuck in the memory yada 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 the fact that it can change form yada 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 didn't like much of anything in it the fact that they couldn't talk the sister out of the cult just so silly you act like life is not a part of the equation the minute you just somehow forget that is a minute a moment in which you are no longer a rational person you cannot let that it needs to stop being a basis for a lot of things too it's like oh my god we're gonna die so that gives me reason to flip the fuck out it's like yeah everybody's going to it sucks but you that's why this right now is precious right that means enjoy even the shitty things because at least you're existing uh what's else existing is the lost one as she comes out as a fierce latina woman who's like fuck all of y'all uh i now have all the power because she takes that shit away she didn't even look threatened when they said power three and started holding their hand she's like yeah i'm gonna keep drinking this one moment now she has all the power and then she breaks the bowl and now we have a two-week hiatus let's jump into the feedback shall we this is Mimi this is my feedback for Charmed um I believe this is episode 11 of season 4 I'm glad you didn't make it to this feedback because I um yeah I dozed off I had a long day um I am trying to get this like as needed nursing position where I like it's just like basically like part-time where you just have to work a certain amount of hours in the schedule but it turns out to be you know maybe like one shift every other week 
depending on how many hours they expect you to work so I just felt like having an extra job would be good but I don't want to like do part-time because I don't want to force myself to have to work if I don't feel like it because I'm already going to be working a full-time traveling job position um, but if I'm not working and I'm taking time off it still will be income coming in so I had an interview for that but I also worked a lot of overtime I worked 24 hours of overtime so I was just really tired um and then I had to wake up early because I my schedule sleep schedule's all jacked up but anyway I'm glad it was postponed so first of all I just want to say that I like this episode I loved that the unseen ended up being um followers of a charmed one <laughs> And she knew just how to uh, manipulate them. I, I feel like she was in that cave just watching shit happen. When she said you can you can turn someone faster with hate than you can with love. I was like, that's facts. They all sacrificed themselves for her. But it's sad that I couldn't rub it into their faces. Because they all did. But it's so fucking funny. Like he, especially the fat dude with the podcast. Like she played the shit out of you she made you see a creature because she knew that's what y'all wanted to see and she played y'all into hating the charm ones only to resurrect a charm one <laughs> that's fucking hilarious and i loved every second of it um there were things that pissed me off but the show was itself were was still pretty entertaining so i'm just gonna go by groups um like characters because it's easier to remember that way the last podcast i sent feedback for i completely forgot about harry um and the white blockbuster um very interesting i don't think we're gonna be able to divulge into this i don't think it's enough time um but i think it's cool how they were merging the worlds like we have a chime one with really great permanent powers and she saw something happen into your world and she put it on these dvds i don't know how they recorded a premonition her powers must be fucking awesome that she can transmit them from her body into recording form that's pretty cool um probably not gonna see these charm ones but that concept is very interesting and i'm sad for that particular storyline that we're not gonna see that unfold but i did like the I guess the concept behind it and the possibilities that's really cool and um it would have been an interesting storyline um I think it's funny how um Harry ended up at Roxy's with the flea guy who was radicalized and like the the whole like throwing the potion like I'm not I understand that they didn't want to make it so they couldn't leave but that was so fucking uh, it was so bootleg like it would have been better if he was just to just dropped it but he threw it and only a couple drops fell out and and mel caught it just in time the right side up okay <laughs> that was a little far-fetched but i thought it was cool um i thought it was a nice way to keep mel with um roxy i think it's kind of fucked up that Roxy didn't tell Mel you know or I mean I guess honestly Mel didn't seem interested in what kind of creature Roxy was I feel like if she'd have been like a locust oh what's that oh I know the locust the the animals they hatch every seven years 
Is that is that something you guys do? Do you guys hatch? It takes seven years for you guys to to form. Like it it would have been a question that I had. Therefore, would have turned into a conversation about what the hell kind of supernatural creature she is. But I guess they're when they're together, they only have sex. I thought it was just like a booty call type thing. And um, oh my god, I'm sorry. This is such a side note, but I'm in the parking lot. And I see an employee coming out to his car and he looks like he's in his fucking 80s. And I don't know how life is going to be it for me in 50 years. But I promise you if I got to work at a grocery store, fucking United States government failed me. I be, You mean I've been working my whole life and I ain't got enough to not work? And I don't think he working because... He just needs something to do because usually those old timers work in the morning. It is 10 o'clock right now. Why is that old man just walking his car? And he was walking so slow and um, opened his car door slow. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but I'm just going to say I do feel like that's going to be our generation, Christina. 85 years old, leaving night shift because even though we worked fucking 70 years of our life, we don't have enough for life because even though fixed incomes are a thing they don't want to increase them but they keep increasing everything else for life so that makes me sad but I'm gonna go back to this episode because this episode made me happy so like I said I don't understand how Roxy could just go to sleep maybe she thought it was better for her um but theory time I do think that the fact that Mel's a time witch she can either jump into the past and before Roxy left, like, keep reliving that, you know, a day when they had a good day. Or she can jump forward and be with Roxy seven years from now um, until she is free. You know what I'm saying? Make memories like that. I don't know if that's something technically that she would do. I don't know if that's even allowed. I don't know if there's rules to time travel. But I do think that that's something if, if Roxy was going to have... A relationship being with a time witch that can time travel is pretty pretty significant and it seems like they were meant to be so I don't know we'll see how that goes um and the second storyline is um Michaela's which I loved and when we got to see the original charmed I thought it was so cool we found out the origin story like they weren't sisters they were just three witches that were like used to defeat the source or whatever and they had a falling out I don't know why um they felt like locking her in a cave was the solution like I feel like there was a lot of steps in between that they could have taken you could have bind her powers y'all could have um taken her memory <laughs> y'all could have y'all could have done a lot of like I could think of at least three or four solutions to this instead of locking the bitch away and then if you're gonna lock them away you don't want to put them to sleep you just gonna have them awake for all eternity in a cave like y'all some assholes like y'all just creating the origin story of a fucking supervillain. like there is no way you expected her to not get evil being in a cave for what is it 10,000 years awake and I'm assuming it seems like she has some vision visual maybe she's the witch of premonition I don't know or illusion or something like that I don't know if they went over that but her power the way she knew what was happening she had to have been able to, to at least 
live and see or she was alive enough to see what was happening so that in itself seems like terrible they say when you isolate like a person that's in prison that's isolated for a long amount of time they have psychiatric breaks because humans aren't meant to be isolated we're social creatures and that's what they use as a form of punishment in like supermax prisons or like i guess um for violent criminals they put them by themselves and even though they act like it's a way to keep everybody safe i really think it's a way to punish them because they know after a certain amount of time it's gonna break person because like just being in a, a, a dark room by yourself there's nothing for you to do but think and your mind is just you don't have any concept of time you don't have concept of yourself you don't have concept of anyone you're just in the dark just alone like that there is no way this couldn't have ended any other way than turning her into a fucking super super villain it's crazy that they couldn't think of anything better i mean i know <laughs> um hindsight is twenty twenty, but I just felt like no one was like, um, let's, instead of us banishing you to walk the earth forever or let's put you in this tree, maybe we should do something else and like not lock her in a cave awake for all eternity. Y'all need to fix this, um, and fix it now. <laughs> I'm glad they, old girl decided that she couldn't just watch the charm ones like, epic fail one more time like she thought she'd do something i don't know why it took this half a freaking ten thousand years to, to intervene but you know they say better late than never um okay and then the last thing i want to talk about is maggie and um jordan first of all chloe is cute as hell i fucking love her if we could ever get like a side character that's like a best friend or just there um you know when when Josefina isn't around can we get Chloe now that she ain't got no sisters can can she be around clearly this is all in my imagination because um there is no more charm after this but you know if I ever to, were to write a fanfic <laughs> charm version this version I would throw her in there as somebody best friend because she is so cute like very quirky very like loving and the way she had those manner like the actress with the mannerisms i was like i don't know why she chose to do that but i fucking love it it's so such a small thing but it just shows like how cute and quirky and like not childish but just whimsical it's it's i don't know the mannerisms were a great add-on and kudos to that actress for even thinking or the director or whoever it was decided to have her do that because it was so cute um so basically maggie who's all mad at mel because mel wants to be with her boo saying even though technically you would be with your boo saying this whole time but we're not gonna sit there and talk about your hypocrisy because you got a lot of problems maggie and i'm not gonna bring up you fighting with your sister out of nowhere but i'm just just a fair warning i don't like maggie right now and nothing i say about her right now is gonna be good but she she um you know jordan is is um found in safe space by chloe saying that you know i found this letter from my sister bitch is crazy i need your help so of course jordan being the white lighter that he is finds maggie and he's like okay we need to we need to 
figure out what's going on with her sister because this isn't like her and they read the letter she's clearly been radicalized and turned um so the maggie finds some type of potion that you can go into her last memory um and then she finds out that she was approached by her sister who was manipulating who was manipulated by the the lost one so she became the unseen and basically we find out that they need nine of the original like i'm assuming it was like the a, a leprechaun i know lamia pixies whatever i one of them looked like um maybe a vampire one of them looked like he might have been a werewolf so i i don't know i didn't really pause to look but we need all nine of them so she can so the lost one can turn into still the, the sister's powers basically is what we find out but in there, for some reason, um, the lost one can actually see her and was like, what are you in here? And then like drops the rope so she can't get out. So basically forces her to have to be stuck in this memory for all eternity. And this is the, the turn for me. First of all, I was as soon as I saw the rope drop, I was like, isn't isn't old girl a pixie? Don't pixies have wings? Can't Maggie just steal her power and fly out of there? So I was like, okay, that doesn't seem like that big of a problem. The whole being gone would have been an issue, but the hole's still there. So we just got to figure out how to get up there. I was like, Jordan can just, or Jordan can just drop another rope down there and she can just climb up. I was thinking of all these solutions. But then when Maggie was like, Jordan, can you hear me? This relationship is codependent and we can't do, like, first of all, bitch, why are you picking this exact moment when you're in trouble to decide that Jordan don't need to be in this and can't and shouldn't help you the thing that you are forgetting yes y'all in a relationship but bitch you are the charmed one you are one of the three charmed ones whether Kayla is there or not bitch if you ain't there what the fuck Mel gonna do and y'all are literally in the middle of a battle because these hoes got the fucking book of shadows so why is this the moment you pick to talk about your relationship Second of all, if y'all don't want these conflicts of interest, maybe y'all should stop fucking with y'all fucking white lighters. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, he's gonna help you because that's his job. He's, right now, because Harry doesn't have any white lighter powers, he's, Jordan is literally the only white lighter left. So, oh, he has to be a white lighter to you guys, whether y'all in a relationship or not. And that has nothing to do with whether he wants to have sex with you. That's him. He was helping people before he had powers. Why wouldn't he help you even if y'all not in a relationship? And for you to not put that together, that just shows, first of all, that it's your fault this relationship isn't working. That you need to fucking care about somebody else. Like Mel said, we got to stop doing the same things. You're fucking up relationships, Maggie, because you're being selfish. Jordan has done nothing but love you, even when you didn't deserve it. And he still loves you now. And all you can say is a codependency. I don't think it's a codependency for Jordan. I think, like, I've seen codependent relationships and they're fucking disgusting. Now, granted, I'm not saying that Jordan doesn't have, like, doesn't love her and wouldn't, like, if he had to make a choice between himself and Maggie, he wouldn't pick Maggie. Like, that I'm not saying. Because, but I also feel like if Jordan had to pick between Mel or himself or Kayla and himself, he would always pick someone else because that's the type of a person he is. So, of course, he's going to always put her first, but that's his personality. Since we've been introduced to him, that's how he was. When he had a whole ass girlfriend, he was still picking Maggie over everything else. 
and they weren't even in a relationship then um but she was like you know we gotta stop doing this this is not the time honey okay right now y'all got a real fucking problem that's not only dangerous to the magical community but it's dangerous to the entire world so you need to put a cap in this whatever the fuck this is and get your shit together because if you can't get your dumb ass out of that fucking memory the whole world's gonna fucking suffer not just jordan and your relationship so i just i knew they were gonna do this shit and i remember i don't know if you remember but i said this shit i said if they put them together only to break them up at the end i'm gonna fucking flip a table because it annoys us jabby first of all we didn't even see the moment where they became a couple we didn't even get to see it so that first of all pissed me off second of all when we do see them they're fighting they're not even happy we didn't even get not one or two lovey-dovey you know schnookums i want to be with you cuddled up in the bed episodes we got the angry sex and then we heard that they've had sex multiple times but we didn't get any kind of cute cuddly relationship and then we got to see maggie telling jordan i don't want to be with you because i i need you too much what the f shut up that's the stupidest shit i've ever heard y'all are not a regular relationship this is not a normal relationship y'all are the charm ones and he's your fucking white lighter so the codependency i think comes with the fucking territory He's not going to sit at the house and do nothing while you're fucking in danger. Even if he was only your white lighter and not your fucking boyfriend, he would still do that because that's his fucking job. And I can't even tell you how angry I am that they put that shit in there. They could have taken that shit out and put that in at the end or something or deleted the scene and never put it in at the first place. And then poor Chloe looked awkward as fuck. Like, this is awkward. But back to my sister. I I was so fucking mad. I just I I don't understand. Side note, I love that um Jordan can sing. It was very very cute. I did know he was on Broadway, but just cuz someone's on Broadway doesn't I feel like most of the time like 90 something percent of the time a person on broadway can sing but some people are on Broadway just because they're they're actors and they they've been in plays but doesn't surprise me. Um I think that's all I have. I'm not gonna drag Mer uh, Mel anymore. I'm not Mel, Maggie, because it's giving me fucking rage. Um, like I said, it's only two episodes left. Um, I really, really hope that, like, I've seen Sarah Jeffries and so many things. She was in a fucking, she was a Disney movie girl. She was in Dis Descendants. She's gonna be fine. And I've seen the actress that plays Mel. She was in a couple of, like, like, like latino movies like they weren't like super 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 latino like not in spanish or anything but it was like like family related like it's like a family movie a couple of them and i can't remember the act uh director's name it is starting to rain i hope i hope y'all can still hear me but so i i think she'll be okay too but i really want to see the actress that plays michaela and other stuff because i really truly love her she's a great actress and i know she's not from america so i don't know if that changes but look five seconds of summer is one of the biggest bands in in the world and they're from australia and they broke through america and they've been dominating shit ever since so i have faith australia be producing some fine ass men some beautiful ass women 
I uh, I can't even stop talking about how many of them fucking Australian men that I've seen that I be wanting to jump on. Like I tell you, if I ever go to Australia, I'm going by myself because I'm finding somebody. That's why it's a place that's on my bucket list only if I ever single because I know ain't nothing gonna stop me from getting a taste. I'm just saying, especially if I got to deal with them fucking monster ass <laughs> bugs that I hear about. I'm gonna get some benefits from going there. So hopefully these next two episodes they they close things out because if it's just hovering in the air I'm gonna be sad. But anyway, I went a very long time, so we're gonna end it here. Until next time, love, peace, care, grief, and black girl magic. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. I'm happy positive thoughts too, because I always feel when I don't like an episode, I'm like, it's so nice in the feedback that there's counter happy points to the episode <laughs> so that people who did enjoy it are also you know walking away with the with the happy feeling i don't think i dragged it it just didn't work or come together for me in the same capacity and that's okay um but i'm glad you liked it more many i will say to your whole caveat of that's going to be us in 20 years i do know a lot of people who work those type of jobs particularly door greeters and shit just because they want something to do a lot of people don't work because uh, when they're older because they have to work a lot of them works because they don't want their because the minute you stop working your body automatically adjusts and changes that i can go deep as shit on the jones chronicles about this but it actually is one of those things in retirement they're like if you're not going around doing stuff or you're not you don't you don't have an active lifestyle or something like that um like i know a lot of why do i say i know a lot? i've worked at walmart's in the past before i got a big girl job but uh <laughs> I, I that that sounded so rude because there's nothing wrong with working at walmart i just had higher aspirations um but back to my point i've had i've had conversations with a lot of door graders and i had this one dude he was he was a door greeter he was only making he was only there seven hours a week but he's making 75 dollars and it was such weirdness some of them got some shit going on um so it is a duality i do i agree that there's probably going to be political upshifts that may make it a lot more complicated for those wanting to retire later in life and further generations but i also know that it's been worse so i'm kind of i'm playing it by ear but i think the only thing that you can do is what you can do and that involves something black people are not really great at which is saving money we don't because we don't get it often when we finally do get it man we want to spoil the shit out of ourselves and we are not thinking about the future we thinking about right now we ain't trying to invest we trying to <laughs> vacation <laughs> and i understand that feeling but that's something i'm just now starting to really focus on because i can focus on it right i have the luxury to be blessed in that capacity to be able to focus on okay what do i do for the future now a lot of people don't have that option so that's a whole conversation we could definitely get into on the jones chronicles if you want to talk about it i don't know why my pitch changed right there my bad um 
But no, that ain't gonna be me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Many heroes make their own villains. I just think that's factual. And about the prison system, I think it's definitely about vengeance more than it's about justice. That's what the death penalty is. I keep saying, I go back and forth. I don't believe in the death penalty unless you kill a little kid. <laughs> and then I'm like, roast that bitch. Kill him. Do it. I have no problem. So I i think that children are one of the most innocent factors of society and thus i have a much more animals vulnerable so i have a much more uh violent ideal about it but you know i do think that on the other flip side of that 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 it's not really about justice we can go into the prison system and it's once you get in there it's not about justice there are a lot of people in jail that should not be in jail Mm-mm. it's sad and i ain't even just talking about black people i just watched this one about a white person i was just i was sitting there just like bamboozled on how they actually and to this day this person is in jail and there was so much reasonable doubt i don't know how a jury could possibly conceive i am just as smart as they are <laughs> that this person was beyond a reasonable doubt found guilty just boggles my mind uh and the show does forget and also maggie because i that's also a a testament to maggie doesn't know jordan as much as she should know jordan because he's a soldier he literally serves that is something in his dna something that i know i ain't taking my black ass off the war to do and yet he will he has already put himself on the front lines for strangers and you think that he would walk away he would not still be there for you even if we were friends you never even gave him the benefit of even talking about the fact that you just automatically broke up you looked for an out and took it without even letting him know and then the minute you stared at him he's been the same you have been the one that's been the problem the entire time and you still continue to be but you telling other people how they need to focus on their priorities as well as be the charmed one or be the charmed one as well as you know deal with life she also put his business all out there and i didn't appreciate that i'm glad that you like chloe because i struggled with the characterization and that's all i'll say about that and last is certainly not least i actually didn't know who went first and who went second so i'm sorry if i'm playing you second again trevor <laughs> but i will definitely remember to put you next week first I just went in my inbox and played the first one that was available. <laughs> so let's uh, hear what he has to say about this episode. Hi, Christina. I hope you're doing well. Sorry for the late email. I uh, hope you are having a good Memorial Day weekend or hope you had, depending on when you hear this. Um, I'm here to give my review of Charm Season 4, Episode 11. Um, I, I actually like this episode overall. I thought it was a good, good episode. Um, I guess I'm going to start with like Jordan and Maggie and kind of first starting with Jordan. I loved him singing at the beginning of the show. And I'm not really a big fan of just singing in general in TV shows. But for this instance and for the occasion, I was actually good with that. And I thought, okay, that's a good way to open it up. Um, uh, But I think for the jordan and maggie arc of the story 
I, and I'm actually going to throw Chloe the pixie in this as well. I think Joe, I think, um, I think Jordan and Maggie should not end up together. And instead, I think Jordan should end up with that pixie chick because they seem to have better chemistry with each other. Um, and they seem to probably have a better foundation if they did have a relationship compared to Maggie and Jordan. I'm tired of them together. I know they're going to probably just wrap it up and they'll end up together in the show. But I, I really think Jordan and Maggie aren't like really a good match for each other. And I think it's sad because like when they first got introduced together and throughout the last few seasons, I think it was a good setup and it wasn't rush. But I think now because we're at the very end, it feels a little rushed or at least it feels like they just have a lot of issues that they still haven't resolved with each other. And I don't think they're going to be a good fit. So my my vote is for Jordan and the pixie lady to end up together, Chloe, instead of Jordan and Maggie. Um, I, I With Jordan, those character, I actually enjoy how he I'm glad that they recognize him as a white lighter. Um, only because I don't think this season it was really clear as to what he was. If he was like a hybrid white lighter, even though he didn't have all the powers Harry had before he gave up his powers. Um, so I'm kind of glad that they at least addressed that. And I also appreciated how I think, I think with Jordan's character this season, I think he has done a great job out of all the main characters in terms of like integrating himself into the magical community because the charm ones have had like bad pr this entire season and the magical community has basically felt like the charm ones abandoned them and they haven't actually been relying on on the charm ones too much because they just view the charm ones as their enemy but i feel like with jordan the magical community has either sought out his help or at least seen him as you know, their protector in a way. So I thought that was like a little interesting. And I think it was kind of a revelation I had thinking about it in this episode and even in previous episodes too. Like case in point, um, the hostage situation a few episodes ago where Jordan was talking to the the magical creature that was trying to blow up the place. I thought it was interesting how like he was able to connect. And I think the magical community just views him as as a protector, as the people's white lighter. Um, I thought it was kind of cool where Maggie went into Chloe's sister's like thoughts. And I kind of thought it was cool that she, you know, in order to get out, she had to like become a pixie or at least, you know, take, borrow her power, her sister's powers to like fly out. So I thought that was kind of a cool touch. And I think they've actually done a good job of really, you know, making sure that we see um maggie's new power be used and useful throughout this entire season so i thought that was also clever and really nice and i i I commend them for that um i don't think there's anything else with maggie and jordan oh the one thing about maggie and i'm actually going to segue into maggie mel now one thing about maggie and mel like i thought it was kind of stupid they got into a fight early on because mel wanted to stay with roxy um and maggie was like we gotta go there might be a lead and mel was like just let me know when there's a lead and then they just kind of got into a big fight about it like i can understand being annoyed and i can understand that they want to 
not have their charm lives overrun or dictate their personal lives but i feel like at this point in the game and especially knowing that you know there is a big bad that they have to fight i feel like there's some exceptions to the rules it's like okay listen i gotta go i i gotta go with my sister i gotta like help her defeat this evil we gotta defeat this evil together and save the magical community once again but i want you to like i i feel like i guess what i'm trying to get at is i feel like the the argument between maggie and mel was probably unnecessary because they've gone through so much they understand that this is kind of the big bad and this is their jobs while i commend that they want to find a balance within their their lives and not have their charm destinies overrun or or dictate how they do things i think like they could have gone about it in a different way and not just kind of like turn on each other and just kind of like walk away and, and do their own things if that makes any sense um so that's the one thing I, that's what i have to that's those are my thoughts on maggie and mel story arc together i think mel and roxy's story arc to be honest i think it was unnecessary i don't really have a lot to say except um roxy went to sleep mel didn't get to say goodbye to her um and then the little band creatures i, I didn't really think that was necessary i know they used that they still tied into the unseen but to be honest i i just really didn't think there was any value in roxy and mel storyline so that's why i don't really have a lot of thoughts there um now let's go to michaela michaela and arsha isha one of the one of the original charm ones i enjoyed that arc a lot um one i don't blame kayla for walking out like listen she said it herself she's like i didn't choose this you know i don't need to be here and she was like i need to go and that's what she did because i think out of all of them kayla has come the most common sense most of the time and i feel that my reaction is similar to what she did and i would have done the same thing if i was in her shoes um i thought it was interesting how we got to learn more about the og charm ones it was a big shock to me that the og charm ones were not sisters and also that other charm ones that have come after them were not sisters as well so it wasn't always sisters but there were either sisters or they were they were either blood related or not blood related but i think what connected them was at least that initial um sister or choosing to be sisters so i thought that was very interesting and i think for me that that satisfies everything because you know i know we had macy doing the stem cells but after they put this together of like the origin of the magical community looking to give their powers to three women and then three women you know joining together to stop the conqueror and to like become chosen sisters in a way i thought that was really good and i think for me that just reminded you know yes you have your blood family but you also have your chosen family that you can come together for those things as well so i, I really really enjoyed that a lot um and i also enjoyed how they tied everything with that arc to all the seasons like we got to see the original conquer conqueror that they had called out in season one in season two and at the beginning of season three 
we got to see how the source was created which was a big throwback to season one and i didn't know that the og charm ones put like created the source so i thought that was really really cool and it's amazing how they're just tying it all in together um and so i i actually enjoyed that i think we got a lot of history and knowledge around this so i thought that was cool the one thing i didn't like and i'm again glad kayla called her out was how the og charm one drugged her she was like listen you're not gonna see it my way so i'm just gonna have to drug you to see it my way through your art and i was like oh my god like i would have I'm, I'm not a violent person but in my head i would have thrown hands or i would have like if i was michaela i would have like manifest something to like slap her as soon as she knocked out i don't know but the magical community needs to know and understand consent especially when it comes to giving somebody edibles if they did not ask for edibles or roofing their their snacks um but again i would throw hands after i snapped out of it and i'm like i know you're no g charm one but we about to fight we about to fight because you had no right doing that but anyway um i i really enjoyed this overall i think the the arc with michaela and the og charm one was really good and then jumping into the big bad who we got to see who's one of the other og charm ones um i actually like her as a villain and i think her or or i don't want to say she's an anti-hero but i like her as kind of the the quote-unquote big bad for this season or at least i think she's a big bad i don't know if there's a bigger force in her but um i i thought it was really good and i also thought it was interesting when michaela was like bringing up her sisterhood with the other og charm ones and how this og charm one got very defensive and was like they're not my sisters we only did one thing together and that was it and so i i think they're setting up that she's still butthurt that her other two charm fellow charm ones bared her alive which to be honest i would be butthurt too if you know the people that i chose to be my family buried me alive um because to be honest I don't think I don't think her intentions are I think how she's gone about her master plan was kind of messed up. But overall, she I think if I'm understanding correctly, she wants to just give power back to the world. She wants to give power back to the community, whereas the other two OG charm ones were kind of like, yeah, we don't want another conqueror situation coming. So that's not a good idea. We should like not do that and have another situation where the magic community is at risk and so i i see both sides and if i'm missing anything like christina let me know because i might have like miss like interpret all of that but i think overall i i kind of see where she's going even though her intentions or her path to get there wasn't called for and i think she could have gone about it a different way but i also understand like she's like fear motivates people more than other than like a, a positive emotion and unfortunately like we see that and sometimes when you are when you have that fear element like you know it's for good reasons because you know maybe it's playing into a bigger picture type of situation i don't know maybe i'm like stretching it a little too far but um i really enjoyed that and i i do hope we get like a flashback of all the the og charm ones together 
like doing something or just next to each other or at least see the og charm ones together in the next two in these last two episodes so um i really enjoyed that um i i think i think overall that was a good good story and then with harry oh and also the fact that she drunk from the bowl and she sold the charm ones powers so now the charm ones are no more the charm no longer the charm ones so it's going to be interesting to see how they get their power of three back uh i guess it's now the power of one um but i'm really excited to see kind of where they go from here and how do they reclaim their powers and and stop her um and i think jumping into harry's arc which i'm i'm really fascinated with this because i actually thought that we got a little bit more clues i'm very curious to see how they're going to wrap this up because if they did get just to let you know if they were to get a, a season five they were going to try to use they were going to try to tie season five into the og charm ones from the the 90s show so they're going to try to like do a multiverse type of play and connect both of those shows together but i guess that's no longer happening but when um that white lighter that harry meets was talking about another charm one from another world you know who had permonitions um creating this I, I kind of started wondering, were they referring to Phoebe, who is from the OG series, who had premonitions and had powers similar to Maggie? And Christine, I don't know if you mentioned on your, your show if you've seen the OG series or not, but if you haven't, um, like, uh, essentially, it's it's... Actually, I don't even know what to say, but if you haven't, then, like, I can understand, like, maybe... Um, not having that full context but i don't know if they're gonna like hint at that show even though the og series hates hates this reboot series like all of most of them hate the show so i doubt any of them will make an appearance especially in the last two episodes or even if they got a season five i doubt any of them will come on to season five but i'm sorry i'm i'm rambling anyway i'm very curious to see you know where this takes i wonder if harry's gonna find the videotape from blockbuster and you know see what actually happens and maybe help the charm ones get their powers back but i'm i'm excited um i hope they're able to wrap this up too because i don't want us i know they're not going to leave us with the cliffhanger or at least try not to leave us with the cliffhanger but um that's that's pretty much everything i rambled i'm sorry this took a little longer than expected but thank you so much for you know just hearing my my thoughts and sharing your thoughts and um i know we're wrapping up with the last two episodes in the next couple of weeks but your podcast has been amazing and ever since i started listening to it when you did the charm episodes you have been kind of like my my like voice of reasoning and and just uh, my good escape during the pandemic so thank you again and again i can't wait to hear your feedback uh, for this episode and for the next two episodes talk to you later bye that was trevor with his thoughts on the episode i'm also glad that we are getting another positive spin on things that we see differently <laughs> but i agree with both you and mimi that i did not point out i did enjoy jordan singing even though i cannot stand singing either like i was getting real concerned this was about to be an episode of glee and i was not having it but 
luckily that was not the case i agree maggie is not a good match for jordan it was a good setup for them but for some reason they decided to shat on all over this relationship i do not know why i think it's supposed to be like a a long lost lovers thing but it just comes across as if she's a grown-ass fan and you're a spoiled little kid jordan has been seen as the hero in the magical world but it also speaks volumes to how the charm ones actually have fucked up as uh you know if this bad pr can that easily change people's mind that means they don't you don't have enough of an impression which is kind of factual we only ever see them show up when things happen or someone happens to be in trouble well that's all well and fine but you know what about the times where there is no trouble what about ingratiating yourself into the community making an effort to get to know people like they said representation i felt like mel was the only one that got that message i agree that her story arc was rather unnecessary other than the fact that harry needed to hear the day of the dark day or whatever to get his ass back to the other white lighter to actually hear what she's been trying to tell you because clearly it's important uh but i also think that the whole pixie story arc was not very telling i think it was very I, th- I think it was easy to put together per that note that your sister went rogue i don't <laughs> i didn't necessarily need that even though i did like the effect of the portal in the ground for some reason that just looked nice um i think the argument i agree was stupid as well with between mel and maggie i do see where you're coming from i see both sides of it because on one hand yes this is a big deal it's the book of shadows anyone can have it but on the other hand you want me to leave right now at a very crucial moment and (laughs) on a based on a maybe maybe she said call me if it turns out that you need my help she didn't say don't call me or i'm not gonna be there she's saying i don't need to hold your hand and we need to hear it together the exact same words like let me get five minutes to try to help my boo thing and if you need me i'll be there hootie hoo that's what she did so i also see it from the other side uh i think that it's gonna tie back whatever's gonna happen with this uh i forgot her name anara arasha whatever i think that um it's gonna tie back to our tree lady we saw her in the in the in the veil doing something sketch we never got any conclusion on that but i think it probably is going to be something like the original power of three or whatever power they have because they got something if she's been around for fifty thousand years uh and i think that was it oh lastly yes i have never ever 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 seen the original charmed i don't intend to watch the original charmed i think that all of this can it was probably trying to tie into that i don't even know though if people who are fans of the original charmed want this to tie into i always felt like they always rejected this show and thus it didn't need to be tied back in but you guys would be much more aware than i would so if you want to send feedback and thank you uh, as always for sending feedback on uh 
on Charmed. And I always love hearing from you. Even though you know your ass watched that trailer from last week and then predicted that she was going to step away. Mm-hmm. You ain't fooling nobody. If you want to send feedback, it's stadiablackercouch at gmail.com. You can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be the- below as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, blacker magic. <laughs>